Well, hello everyone. It is Tuesday. This is Chatting with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. I'm so glad you could join me today, and I hope you had a merry, merry Christmas. Uh, this is one of those weeks where you're like, what day is it? <laughs> I can't even remember what's going on. So it is Tuesday. I got here with you on Tuesday, so that's exciting. And today is Q&A day, which is a fun day because I get to answer the questions of you folks who wrote in either on Facebook or through our contact form, anyone who I've had a conversation with who's asked a question that I feel would be helpful for you to know, I like to share. So that is what we're doing today. We have seven topics of discussion today, so let's jump into it. So our first question was about school districts having graduates diplomas. Does the school district need to have my graduates diploma? We had someone calling into the the um, school district looking for diplomas. And, and the fact of the matter is some, some people do give a diploma or maybe a copy of a diploma to a school district, but it's not, there's nothing in the law that says the school district has to have your, your child's diploma. Uh, what you do need to do is file an evaluation. So uh, the evaluation is on file. Uh, that is something you need to do, but not the diploma. Uh, and typically, well, that's usually what happens if you're applying for a job. Schools usually not. Schools are usually into transcripts and maybe test scores, but that's even changing. Diplomas might might be more of a job related kind of a thing. I would definitely keep your child's diploma, your young adult's a diploma at home on file somewhere, but the school district does not need to have it. They need the senior year evaluation. So that's it for that question. Moving on to number two, does the school need to have my diploma, my being the supervisor? Uh, this happens a lot with uh, new moms who are filing for the first time. School districts will come back and say, well, we need to see your diploma. Uh, and the, you do not need to give the school your diploma if your affidavit or your unsworn declaration attest to the fact that you have a high school diploma or an equivalent like a GED. So as a supervisor, you do need to have uh, a high school education or a GED, uh, the equivalent. But if you attest to it on your paperwork, it is a legal document and, and that uh, testifies attests to the fact that you do have a high school education. So the school district does not need to see a copy of your diploma. That happens a lot too. So I thought I'd clarify that for you today. Question number three, uh, it's actually not a question, but it's something that came up in the other questions that I was talking to people about with uh, contact from school districts. And when school districts write to you and say, hey, we don't have your medical information, or hey, we don't have your immunization records, or we need your diploma, or whatever. Uh, technically, when they request information from you, it needs to be via certified mail. Now, they might contact you and say, oh, hey, we got your paperwork, you're good to go for the year, uh, which is kind of funny, because as soon as you drop your stuff off, you're good to go, but um, I guess they'd like to let you know that they got your paperwork. Uh, but anyway, if they are requesting more information from you than, um, I don't want to say than what's in the law. They, they, they can't request more than what's in the law. But if they are requesting things from you, 
they do need to to do it via certified mail, like the immunization records, that type of thing. Um, yeah, so just so you're aware of that. So question number four, how can I find support groups and co-ops near me? We get lots of questions, especially from new homeschoolers looking for co-ops to join and groups to get connected with. And if you are unaware, on our page, chaponline.com, there's a resources section. There is tons of stuff under that resources tab. I advise you to go check it out. It is pretty amazing. But under there, there is one portion of the resources tab where you can search by county for support groups in your area. So if you're in an area where there's there's not very many homeschoolers, you're kind of in a rural area, you might want to check a number of counties around you for groups that are near you. It could be a support group, which is not necessarily a co-op. Co-op has classes, could be academic, could be enrichment. Support groups could be just for moms, could be enrichment classes. They definitely are a different type of thing. And if you are out there and you are part of a support group or a co-op and you're not sure that you're on the list, please go check out our listing. If you are not on our list, please write in. Make a comment to this video. Write in on our contact form at chaponline.com. Let us know that you exist under resources, too. It says get listed. Like We have get listed as a mentor, get listed as an evaluator, get listed, list your group. Please let us know because we want to keep our database uh, full of all the groups that are out there. And I know tons of groups have sprung up over the past few years here. So um, spread the word. If you know other groups that have just started, please encourage them to let us know so we can put them on our list. And then we can have a more comprehensive list of all the co-ops and groups that are out there. So thank you for that. Uh, next question, number five, what do I list as the school name on a resume? So if you have a student who has graduated or is in senior high and actually needs to have a resume for a job, most uh, jobs I think that teenagers getting don't need resumes, but as you get beyond that, you can need resumes and stuff like that. And on those resumes is a spot for where you went to high school. Uh, so all of us who went to high school, of course, we put in our high school name. But what does a homeschooler do? So you have a few options, and it's it's totally up to you. Some homeschoolers, and I don't know if this is in Pennsylvania. It's not part of the law in Pennsylvania, but it is part of the um, what other homeschoolers need to do elsewhere, is you need to give your school a name. So just for fun, we call ourselves Wade Academy. It's It's not... It's just for fun because it's our last name. So you could put in something like that. You could just write homeschool. I do know someone who lived out in the Pittsburgh area, and what they did is they wrote homeschool-pittsburgh-pa. So they knew that that's the state they grew up in, and, and that's the area where they did their schooling. So those are your options. Uh, if someone has a question, they'll just ask you about it on the resume. But that's that's what you would list. I would not list uh, the school district that you are in because your kids didn't get a diploma from the school district. They got one from, from you or from your, um, if you do use a diploma program, you can list the diploma program. So that's the options there for resumes and what do you list as a school. So our second last question um, is, again, this wasn't a question that came in, but I thought I would bring it up for all of you listening out there. We get a lot of messages from folks who have written their own curriculum or who are offering services to help support or counsel or guide people or 
um, these types of things, and they, they, they like to share. They, of course, want to share their things with our audience. So I just want to let you guys know out there, if you're creating curriculums and stuff, what it is that CHAP can and cannot share on Facebook. Uh, we will share events that are happening for free. So you'll see like museum events for free or reenactment events for free or we'll post writing contests, things like that. Things that are free to you, we will post for free. If it is a paid event, uh, we ask or like a curriculum vendor or something like that, we do ask folks to purchase advertising. So we're happy to advertise people who go along with our educational uh, philosophies and uh, we're the Christian Homeschool Association so along with our viewpoints uh, we do provide opportunities to advertise with our e-news and on our website so just so you know out there if you're thinking hey I want to get in front of this audience this would be really great well those are, are kind of our our quick rules for for who it is it gets to just post on Facebook and and who needs to purchase advertising so just to make you guys aware out there, there are opportunities. So if you do know someone who is a vendor of some kind and would like to be advertised to the homeschooling community, there are advertising opportunities on chaponline.com that they can check out. So last but not least, we did have someone write in who was going through a challenging life situation and asked for um, suggestions, articles on how to work through this challenging time to continue being able to do homeschooling. So first of all, I, it was wonderful to hear that this person uh, was choosing to continue or wanted to continue homeschooling through this challenging season. And it is possible to homeschool through challenging seasons. It does require a shift in our mindset, possibly, and, and how we're approaching homeschool. We think so much about the school part, and it's really not school, right? We're learning, we're, we're educating, our, our children are learning, and we're learning with our children. So as different things happen to us in life, it could be health-related, it could be job-related, it could be uh, natural disaster-related, or something happens to your house, and it just, everything gets crazy, okay? And you're just trying to cope with life. What happens to homeschool in those times? Well, Simplify, okay? You want to simplify. So hit the basics. Have your kids read. Cover some basic math. Maybe have them journal, write about what they're reading. Just hit those few basic things. Um, also, you'll want to uh, possibly lean on co-ops or groups that can help, you know, give you bolstered um, strength or support or give your kids some educational outlets to go to in those times. Uh, also, remember that in times like that, there's so much to learn for your children to learn and for you to learn and how to manage going through challenging times, uh, relationally, financially, whatever. Your children can learn so much from that. So I think maybe in a few weeks, I'll just make this its own episode so we can talk about it more in depth. But Think about simplify whenever you're coming into challenging seasons or even holiday seasons that are so, so busy. Simplify. Simplify. There's so much to learn uh, through all of these things. Uh, it's, it's something to teach your children how to manage a busy schedule. 
uh, or what's important, what stays, what goes, all those types of things. So I encourage you, if you're coming in a season like that or a challenging season, think simplify and always, always, always pray over everything. Take everything to the Lord because he will make your path straight. You know, if you put everything in front of him, ask him to guide you, ask him to give you wisdom. He's not going to leave you high and dry. He's going to show you the way through. He's going to give you the endurance and the perseverance to do what you need to do. So hopefully these questions were helpful to you today. If you have any other questions that you would like answered, please comment below. Uh, go to chatonline.com, send in a contact form. You can message us here on Facebook. We're happy to help you out. You don't have to wait till my next Q&A day. Just send them in. I'll help you out in the meantime. And then the next Q&A day, I go back through all the questions that I've answered over the month and I share them with everybody else because you are not the only person with a question. I guarantee it. Other people need to hear it. And typically when questions come in, that means that other people are thinking about those things at the same time. So I always like to share it out with our audience so uh, everyone can be helped by having these answers, these questions answered uh, for everyone. So thank you so much, everyone who writes in and asks questions. I appreciate you. I'm so glad to help you. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and are enjoying sharing time with your children. Hopefully it's a laid back time. And you're just enjoying those days together, uh, following Jesus through all of life. And I thank you so much for tuning in with chat with chat with chat today. And I will see you again. Oh, next year, ha ha, 2023. Next Tuesday will be January 3rd. So enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your new year, and I will see you then. Bye now.